hello hello welcome back to 10 free i am tyler zorbo thank you so much for tuning in here on 10 free we like to get 100 percent you know shed light on a bunch of different things no tent you know try to teach you something or just share something share my thoughts and uh you know potentially have some pretty good decent conversations on here you know if you're watching the video version on youtube i apologize i don't have a video recording this time around not really sure what's going on with my hardware but i hope i can get it figured out if you do obs stuff uh, please let me know i need i really want to figure this out because I, I like doing my video versions you're not able to see the new do-rag that i'm rocking right now i really like how it looks it's uh it's a different type of color um it's like a brown and a green this is like, it looks like a kiwi in my opinion uh, i got it from uh the 4ye homies you know if you know 4ye yeah, I'm, I'm pretty new to 4ye but they're classic youtubers ogs of this stuff and uh you know you know they got they got some they got some nice looking stuff on their website so that's why i decided to get some new do-rag songs i feel like i was always rocking the same old one but you know i got some new stuff now uh yeah before i move into uh you know the contents of this podcast uh for this episode this event this podcast is available on all major platforms such as apple amazon uh, audible spotify so wherever you want to listen to it you know go ahead and get it there make sure you follow make sure you subscribe can you please if you can please go to apple Podcasts and rate this podcast five stars it would greatly uh help me out and i'd really appreciate it if you're watching the video version um or if you can just go ahead to youtube look me up uh tyler zero on youtube like the video subscribe to the channel i've not hit 100 subscribers yet and i'm kind of sad that i haven't checked it's been like four years since i've been doing this stuff four to five years at this point you know i just i kind of want to start hitting these hitting these marks you know i'm trying to grow on this stuff so please do if i I'd really appreciate it of course follow me on on social media uh at tyler zero is a new instagram handle so yeah go ahead follow me there and uh yeah let's get into it i'll be honest i tried to record this episode like a week ago but i had so many issues with the video you know i had it i recorded a video realized that it was choppy at certain parts so i tried to re-record those parts and it just felt so it just felt so clunky and choppy i just i couldn't go through with this so you know here we are with the official third episode and um yeah i got i got some interesting stuff to to bring up you know i didn't ask i didn't uh put like a post on instagram this time around for topics or whatnot so i'm definitely just going off my own feelings here which is, which is totally fine uh actually before i move into it make sure you guys got some water uh, snacks or whatever you're doing you might be working out you might be running in the car whatever if you sitting down and you can get some water go ahead and get some i'm gonna take a drink right quick actually it feels so weird doing this without the video because you can hear you can still hear everything you just can't see nothing you know less pressure on me i ain't tripping I, i'm kind of tripping i ain't gonna lie i wanted y'all to see my do-rag <laughs> i'm not i'm not gonna lie about that <laughs> Anyways, let's move into it. So the first thing I wanted to bring up was Tyler, the creator, dropped a new album called Call Me If You Get Lost. And I'm by I'm not by any means like a music reviewer. As a matter of fact, I wanted to, to talk about this, this like side side topic before I even got into it, you know, because Call Me Call Me If You Get Lost came out, what, two weeks ago now? And, you know, whenever something drop, people always want to ask you, have you listened to that new stuff yet? Because like my, my co-parent did it, you know, because she's a big fan of Tyler, the creator. Um, She's. I actually didn't listen to Tyler Creator until I met her. I don't know. I, I never really had like a big interest in Tyler the Creator back then. You know, I never, I never, I like, I never really had like a problem with his music. It just didn't hit me because like when he started blowing up, I was like deep in like my kind of like either like I was listening to either older hip hop, I was listening to Eminem, I was listening to Drake, and he was he was just in a different category of of hip hop of music at the time. So I, I ain't really get into Tyler the Creator, and so I finally started listening to Tyler the Creator. And my co-parent, you know, because she 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 listens to everything as soon as it comes out. It doesn't matter. She will wake up 
early in the morning when she had some time and she'll just listen to her album. And I'm and like, I don't got time. Like, I don't got time or patience like that. But like, she, she asked me like, hey, you listen to it yet? And I'm just like, nah, like, no, nah, I'll get to it when I get to it. You know, because people always do that. When something big comes up, people always ask you, listen, are you listening to that yet? You listen to that new Cole, listen to that new Kendrick, you know, that damn, when damn came out, you listen to damn yet? I'm saying like, nah, I ain't listening to it yet, you know? I'm not the type of person that kind of, I don't listen to music like the minute it comes out, not even a day it comes out. I have to listen to music like at my own, in my own space at like at, at my own time. Like I literally probably don't listen to music until I'm in the car nowadays. Like I can't listen to an album until I, I know I'm about to make a, a 30 minute, 45 minute drive to and from. And it's just like, all right, I got time to listen to this music. I got time to listen to this podcast. You know, I can't just do it when I'm like sitting at home or, you know, just trying to like work out. So like, it's like, it really just like driving is just the easiest way for me to listen to something. So eventually I got to listen to Tyler, the creator's uh, last album. You know, it just took me a couple of days. Took me, I had to get like one of those drives. And right. And let me say, I really did enjoy the album. I've been enjoying uh, Tyler's music of recent or recently. And then maybe it's just because he grew on me, you know, like, that's that. I think that's fair as a as a as now a fan of Tyler the Creator. Uh, it's it's how it goes for a lot of people. Your music develops over time. So what I didn't feel years before, I like what I'm liking. I'm liking what he's doing now. His music right now is really good. Call Me If You Get Lost is a really good album. Um, you know, uh, I like Flyboy when I finally listened to it. You know, it, it was just overall a good album. Ego was experimental and it, it was a really good album in the end. You know, his instrumentation, his image, the stories that he t- that he was telling on the, on all these albums are just really good. And Call Me If You Get Lost, like it doesn't miss any of that. Like it, it hits even harder. Let me tell you the first thing that I really appreciate about the album was hearing DJ drama on every single track. If you were like me, from like the 2010 to like the 2016, 17 era, in high school is when I like started listening to mixtapes all the time because that was the only free music I could get. I didn't buy albums, things like that. I missed a lot of music, like all the popular music because I didn't buy the albums. I either heard on the radio. <laughs> like I would have my mixtapes, that piff, and I would always download like the free stuff. And... I, I'm not lying when I tell you that half of all the music I had downloaded had DJ Drama hosting the mixtapes. I find that so insane. DJ Drama was very was very impactful in the music that I listened to between 2012 and like 2017. So seeing that Tyler brought him on there, he gave us that that Gangsta Grills like field off the entire album on an album, not a mixtape, on an album was just amazing. So I really appreciate that. This brings me back to those to those high school days and whatnot. Um, like I said, Tyler's instrumentation is really good. The messages that he that he likes to send, you know, with how he was responding to how people felt about him responding to Black Lives Matter on Manifesto. Uh, the story that he wanted to tell about, you know, kind of like getting in between a relationship because of a girl that he really liked and like a, a homie in their relationship on Wilshire. And he, you know, he kind of mentioned it going up until Wilshire, how he was like, you know, I tried to steal some right girl. So like, you know, I'm bad for that. But like overall, like the story was of the entire album was just so good because it wasn't just that. He was saying so many different things about how he's gotten to a point where he can celebrate. He got him a Grammy, so he's going to buy a Rolls Royce because he don't really know what else to do. Right. And even like whether or not he got it the way he wanted to, he got that and everybody going to hate on it. And it's just like, hey, he, he he's on his thing, you know? I really, I really enjoyed the fact that like he's boasting, yes, but it's also just like it's it's fair for him to do it, you know. Like he he did a lot to get where he is, and it's just like he's doing a lot of amazing things, whether it's uh, his music, his media, his his fashion, or whatever else he's trying to do with his life. Like, dude is cool, and he's really influential, you know. And not not just as an artist, but just as a person, you know. He's very outgoing. He's very honest about himself. He can be extremely funny. I watched like his hour long like Amazon performance. It was pretty cool. But yeah, it's just like, he's just a, a, like, I think he's a really dope person. Like just, just in general, like, you know, you know, I'm trying to 
reach his level of confidence, if, if that makes any sense. I, I want to be, you know, pretty outgoing and kind of just enjoying life uh, whenever I can, whenever I want. But, you know, it, it, it takes it takes some time to get there, you know. That's that's just cool to me. So I think that was a really good album. I ain't gonna put no pressure on you if you ever listen to a chat. You know, listen to listen to music at your own pace. You know, I, I already don't listen to a lot of music these days. A lot of new music. Um, but it's probably just because I just I don't. know, It's overwhelming to listen to music. I don't know if it's just like I get distracted easily. Um, you know, it's just sometimes I I want to listen to a new album. I put it on and like two songs. And I'm just like, man, I don't want to listen to this right now. I want I want to listen to something that I that I know I'm gonna enjoy. And it's probably pretty like. You know, kind of close-minded on me, but it's how it is. I can't do nothing about it. Also, the one, the one song he did, uh, the two-track, the two-song track, "Sweet" and "I Thought You Wanted to Dance." The "Sweet" is good. Like honestly, the entire album is good. There's so many, it's so many uh, different like feelings to it. You know, he had like the Houston sound. Um, you know, he had very like just classic hip hop sound. Like he has his music. His his instrumentals are definitely like worth like freestyling over. Like I like that's that's no BS. Like his instrument, like the way he puts his beats together, the, his samples and everything. Like this man can he he can easily drop like a, a, a freestyle like mixtape for people to just just go off on and then just create songs off of. That's how good Tyler is. Um, I, I don't feel like I had that thought about a lot of people. Um, but that's usually because not everybody makes their own beats, but he does. And I'm just saying, a lot, lot, lot of good music. But for Sweet and I Thought You Wanted to Dance, how he did I Thought You Wanted to Dance, one, because it was Caribbean, like the way he put the beat together, it was a Caribbean. But also, if you've ever seen his Tiny Desk concert that he did on NPR, it just it just reminded me of that performance when he had uh, those those uh, those players with him, all the people who did different instruments. He had somebody on drums, bass, uh, on the keys, his singers, like it was, that was, it's a very good performance if you haven't seen it. It's still Tyler being Tyler, but it's so genuine and the music is so well done. And it was songs from Flyboy. It just sounded so nice. It's so good. But that's what it reminded me of listening to it. I'm, I don't think he got the same people to do that track, but it, if he, if he would have, like it just, it's, it is, it is, it's so, it, it's just so good. I really, I really appreciate it. But I'm, I'm gonna move into some, uh, some other topics that I have, um, just uh something that bothered me um like i said i'm not i can i can very easily get distracted and kind of just not want to listen to whatever is coming on or, or watch something if i don't have enough interest it's not going to hold me and i don't know i sh- I probably shouldn't be apologetic about that because <laughs> i try but I, i'm but like sometimes i'm just like i can't listen to it i'm sorry but look i'll be on tiktok sometimes you know and usually when i'm on social media i'm not Therefore, I'm not trying to be there for a long time. You know, like social media, I'm probably on Instagram or TikTok because I'm supposed to be working or I'm supposed to be doing something. I'm trying to distract myself. And, you know, I'm I'm trying not to like get so tired that I don't want to sit here. I don't want to I want to go to sleep. I'm trying to keep myself awake while also like not getting too bored. So I'm already on there with the intention of not being on there for long. I'm here for like a quick laugh, find something really interesting. I'm not here for an article or to read or to watch all of your stories, nothing like that, right? So I'll be on TikTok, and there, you know, there are some TikToks that it kind of just like it take way too long to start, you know, because it, it'll be like the ones where they're just like either like watch till the end. As soon as you tell me watch to the end, I'm like, okay, this might be a long video, and I'm 
I'm just going to scroll to the next one. Don't tell me to watch to the end. I'm not going to watch it. It's just you you telling me that I got to wait to to get to to the good part. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just keep it moving. And it's it be the TikToks where it's just like um I don't really know how to explain them, but it's when people are kind of, they want to like show you something so it'll be like a kind of like a scenario thing like when your best friend does this and it's just like the music's playing and the person is just staring at the camera or just doing like weird gestures or, or faces, whatever, until like they actually show the clip of what they want to show you. But they have to wait for the music to get to the right point. I'm, I know some, some people have to know what I'm talking about, but those TikToks, I don't want to wait to get to the good part. I don't want to watch till the end. I don't want to wait till the music gets to the part where you wanted to come in. You could have you cut all of that out and just went straight to that part. The, the anticipation is not worth the 15, 20 seconds. You got me just waiting, looking at your face, unamused. Like, like no offense. It's just it's just extra. It's not necessary. But, you know, and and look, I know TikTok added this new feature where you can actually like you can actually seek throughout your TikToks, at least if you allow that feature to be there. I'm still not going to use it. I Because I still know that I got to wait for this and I'm here. I'm here to just. Get in, get out, find something quick to laugh at and move on. I'm still not going to use that scrolling feature for those for those moments. <laughs> you know what that scrolling feature is for? It's for the videos that don't make you wait too long. Where, you know, the funny part didn't already came. And it's just like, oh, I want to see that part again. I'm going to scroll back a couple more seconds. I'm going to watch that part again. Scroll back a couple more seconds, watch it again. Like, that's what that feature is for. It's not for me to scroll through your video to try to find the good, interesting part. I'm just saying, you know. And this is coming from... <laughs> this is coming from somebody who don't make TikToks. You know, I don't I don't know what all the processes and things like that, but you know, I'm just I'm just ranting. You know, be mad, I don't care. Like, I ain't who 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 really cares? It's it's TikToks, you know. Those videos don't live forever. Well, some of them probably do, but most of them don't live forever. Everybody's making too many TikToks on in my opinion. <laughs> but you know, freedom of expression, you know, it's cool. It'd be funny. <laughs> Uh, another thing, another thing that came to mind the other day. So if uh, if you have your license and, you know, you've been driving for some time, you know, probably like most people do, uh, you're on a highway. So imagine this scenario, you're on a highway, right? This is something that I feel like, you know, driving school doesn't teach you. They don't prepare you for. So like, yeah, so imagine you're on a highway. You know, you just you just got on the highway. You, you just came off the ramp. Imagine it's, a, it's three lanes. So you're in a far right lane. You know, there's a car, you know, you're driving, there's a car in the, in the middle lane. You're trying to, you know, you're trying to move ahead, you know, whatever. You, then you want to like decide, I'm going to merge to the middle lane after I pass this car, right? You know, car going a little too slow for you or, you you know, you're driving, you, you know, you get past that car, the car in the middle lane, then you're still in the far right lane. There's a car in front of you just kind of going too slow. And you want to get around that car. So you decide you're going to start to merge. You know, you're going to turn your signal, you're going to start to merge into that middle lane, right? But then as you're doing that, there's a car that's going your same speed in the far left lane. And you want to move into that middle lane. And so does that car in the left lane. That car also wants to move into the middle lane. And they may or may not have that signal on. So you don't know exactly what they're about to do. And so you both start to merge into that middle lane at the exact same time. And the both of you catch it last second that y'all about to collide into that middle lane. That's something that they did not teach me in driving school. And I feel like that's something that you should be prepared for. I mean, like technically, you know, you should be, you should always be uh, uh, aware of your surroundings. You should always be paying attention to whatever else is doing on the road as well as yourself. It's a lot. It can be overwhelming. But I'm just saying, like that's a scenario that no one has ever like brought up to me that like, you could potentially 
merge into a lane that somebody else is merging into at the exact same time, and, and you you might you might hit each other. It's it's a possibility. I didn't know there was a possibility until it happened to me more than a couple of times. And it's just like I feel like that's something that should be mentioned. It should be mentioned at least. You know, it ain't gotta be like a whole a whole block out like lesson for it. But I'm just saying that should be mentioned somewhere. Just something I wanted to 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 mention. You know, it happens. You know, I, I'm sure I know I know somebody else has, has has experienced it. If you have, please let me know in the comments. Um, you know, uh, so far, if you're uh, enjoying the uh, this episode again, please remember to like, follow, subscribe, wherever you listen to it at. And just go to Apple and rate it five stars. I really appreciate it. Get a drink of water. I'm also about to give me a drink of water right quick. Yeah. All right. So th- that was the lighter side of the episode. I'm going to move into some more more deeper um, personal things or, or just more serious things. Um, you know, I, I don't know if I have to put a, a disclaimer or not, but, you know, it's not necessarily going to get like super sensitive, but it's just going to be like it's going to be a kind of a, a switch. The first thing is in regards to what our new president has said uh, a couple days, couple weeks ago, but Joe Biden made this statement. I'm not sure what the what the conference or what the press what what event was going on that he bought this stuff up. Um, and I'm definitely just just paraphrasing it. I don't know the full story, but I do know what I heard, and it is pretty surprising. Um, but Joe Biden pretty much said, if the people, if the citizens of the U.S. ever feel the need to go against the government in the case that the government is tyrannical or that we just feel like the government is a problem that we have to fix ourselves. And maybe it's going to be, you know, at the hands of uh, the second amendment, you know, having the right to bear arms and defend ourselves. Joe Biden on, he, I guess he felt that like, if he, I guess he's, he's coming from the, the aspect that if he ever feels like the citizens are coming to overthrow the government, that we better have some F-15 fighter jets and some nukes or some something like that. So he he basically said, if the citizens ever want to go against the government, we better have fighter jets and nukes that the government has in order for us to have a fair fight. Now, I don't know about you, but that made my jaw drop. That made me stop and be like, what the hell did this man just say? Did he seriously just let that come out of his mouth? Did he seriously just say that the, that the citizens have no chance fighting the government for any reason. And now, like, I, I'm, I'm going to give a little bit of context uh, in terms of uh, the Second Amendment and, uh, and, you know, what it means to bear arms. You know, I, I got into uh, firearms this past year. You know, like, I, 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 I wholeheartedly believe in the fact that we should be able to defend ourselves, whether it's against uh, criminals, uh, people who want to break the law, who want to do harm to me or my family. And even in the case of a tyrannical government feeling like, you know, like things that, you know, like this, that's this term that goes around a lot. It's uh, called uh, SHTF, which pretty much means uh, shit hits the fan. If, if things go crazy, the government goes down, we get attacked by another country, things go crazy. Like we have the right to defend ourselves against any government powers. Right. I don't know what like misconceptions with with misconceptions people have about the 2A community or just people who bear arms like like lawfully and legally but the the second amendment was created literally for the for the mostly for the fact that like citizens should have the right to defend themselves against the government 
in the case that the government does something tyrannical, because technically that's what our forefathers were doing in the beginning. You know, hopefully I don't get too preachy because I, I I swear I don't like sounding preachy, but this is just things that I research because it's really important to me, things that I'm actually concerned about. But that's what our forefathers were fighting for in the beginning was defending themselves against the against uh, British control. And they pretty much were like, look, we're going to create this country. We're going to create this constitution, all this stuff. Right. Um, and we're going to create the same idea that in the future, if the citizens ever feel like the government is doing too much, meaning the forefathers themselves say, if we ourselves are doing too much, if we're being tyrannical, if we're treating the citizens wrong, they have the right to put us in check pretty much let to like, let their feelings be known or to, to fight against us. If that, if that's what it takes to, to, defend like their their lives and like you know what you know their rights and whatnot right and pretty much joe biden just said that like we have no chance because of how technology is how far technology has come you know citizens can't own fighter jets and we definitely can't own nukes right and so he's pretty much saying that like no matter what if we try to fight them we had no chance and that should be extremely concerning to any and everybody it doesn't matter if you believe in bearing arms uh, if you have all these negative uh, feelings towards it, that's something that's not good. Because honestly, I'm not saying that I'm like a, a conspiracy theorist or I just believe in in like worst case scenario. But I feel like inevitably it's going to be some other situation like that. Potentially that, you know, the government is going to do something tyrannical. It's really going to like they're going to tell the citizens that we can or can't do something. And we are and the citizens are going to feel like they have the right to, you know, step in and try to take take control. Now, I don't wish it. I don't hope for it, but it could happen eventually. Or like I said, it could just be like, you know, just something go goes crazy with the world. You know, like I said, shit hits the fan. And I'm just I just feel like I should I need I needed to like share that with some people because I'm not sure how deep people are into politics or the two way community. Um, Like like I said, I don't watch a lot of I don't I don't know if I said it before, but I'm not really into politics. I don't really pay attention to these press conferences and um all these policy views like I'll I'll read about it afterwards, but I'm not like up to date on it. And when I heard about that, it was just pretty concerning. And so, like I said, I think people should just be knowledgeable of it. I'm not trying to influence people to do anything about it, but just to like know that that's what Joe Biden said. That's our president. That's the guy who's supposed to be leading us uh, into a better environment and help out the people and things like that. And he pretty much just threatened the people with no, like it's not like citizens, like no citizen said anything about trying to overthrow the government at all, at least to my knowledge. You know, I'm there are definitely some crazies out there that are like, you know, like, oh, we're going to do, we're going to overthrow that's not that's not the majority population. Most people who own guns or who are in this community don't want to do anything crazy. We're, we're literally like owning guns is a way to defend yourselves and, and fight for what you believe is right. And not, not not I'm sorry, not even to fight for what you believe is right, but to fight for your rights that are you know given to you being a U.S. citizen. You know, like that's to defend those rights. That's that's literally the reason you're supposed to own guns. They were allowed to own guns, and you know it's just that you know like. You know, the way that, you know, our society is these days, like people are very, you know, there's a group of people who are who are against that, who are very anti-gun, who are uh, very, uh, what is it you call, like pro-gun ban or, um, you know, anti-2A. And, you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion. It's But it, but also, you know, like those are rights that were written in years ago that, you know, honestly should be tampered with because of the fact that if those rights are taken away, then people have no right to defend themselves against any type of shit hits the fan type of situations you know so i'm just saying i just want to share the information with you all you know take from it what you will do your own research as well you know like of course don't take my word for it
moving into uh, other another area um you know i'll be i'll be pretty honest about this you know these past couple months have been very challenging for me and uh it's been a couple of times you know like literally this this past week where i've kind of had a really bad episode of uh you know frustration and anger you know i got so pissed off about how things are going and my only reaction is to start yelling and screaming or, or cursing people out or you know just acting belligerent and throwing things you know like in the past i've 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 punched things whether it's a wall or a door and yeah like this past week i had another one of those ep- types of episodes where i'm just getting mad and i'm, I'm throwing things i'm yelling and screaming and cursing i live with my grandparents right now i stay i stay in the house and they're very religious this isn't even the first time that i've had an episode like this in that house that they've that they've like been there to to witness and i i, I did it again you know i had another one of these moments of, of frustration to the point where I'm going off acting the way I, I would never want to act. And for a number of reasons. One, because that's not how, that's not the type of uh, image I want to have towards, you know, within my family. You know, like I don't want my siblings to see me like that. Definitely don't want my kids to see me like that. And here I am just, I'm, I'm just doing it. And like, I just, I lose control. And it's really poor of me. It's really bad of me. And I've been telling myself for months, I need to go to therapy. I need to figure out how to handle these situations differently. And I'm not going to get into detail about the situations, but. I just know that the way that it's going right now, the way that I, I if I continue to act up the way I do, it's not going to work out very well for me. I was supposed to, I wanted to talk about just mental health in general, especially towards for black men. And before, like I said, I, I, I was supposed to record this episode last week. And before I recorded the episode, the reason I bought it, I wanted to bring up black, black mental health for men, well, mental health for black men was that I was listening to a song I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to like switch top. I'm like, you know, switch, you know, my focus right now. But I was listening to a song. Uh, I believe the guy's name is Woody Main. It was a song with him and uh, Boosie Badass. It's called Take My Hand. And this isn't like a, a, a new topic within uh, within like trap music, within like hip hop, uh, within, you know, you know, rappers who are speaking about this situation where their mental health is bad. This isn't something that you hear about often. It's something that's talked about a lot in uh, in music in general. Um, and probably just because of how the black community views it, how people view the black community and their mental health and things like that. But in the song, like both of them are just rapping about the fact that like the both of the, like they are going through depression or just extreme amount of loss, uh, frustration, anger, and at even times like trying to tell themselves to not kill themselves because they've lost homies due to violence, due to gun violence, drug violence, just kind of just like the things that happened in the neighborhoods that they're from because of how shitty the situation is. You know, they do things that they have to, to, to survive. And in the end, you know, people that they love, and they really care for and are losing their lives to dumb shit or just things that are just out of their control. And, you know, these guys are rapping. They're just saying, like, you know, like, like, this is things we got to deal with. And I'm just I was listening to it. And I'm just like, you know, I, like, I've heard that that theme before. I've heard it in different songs that, of course, I can't recall at the moment. But I've heard that theme before of how whether it's rappers or, or people that was in the situation. I've heard someone savage say it at some point, I'm sure, just like losing people so close to them in this in this time of trying to survive and make it out of a, a terrible situation and try to live a better life. And here they are losing homies. 
and they have to they have to live with that. And I think people don't realize that it's 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 not different from people who lose someone in a tragic accident. You know, whether it's uh you know a car crash that may happen or another random act of violence where someone took somebody's life, it's not any different in the black community or in urban communities or communities where poverty and violence happen more often. It's not always, it's not just black communities, but in communities just like that, where, where drugs, gangs, violence, all that stuff is, is involved. People go through the same types of trauma, but I think people tend to underlook how it is in the black communities, especially when it comes to black men and gun violence. People always tend to look at it because I guess people, whether it's, I think people in the black community as well look at it sometimes that way. We're like, we just, we're kind of always just in the mindset, in the mindset that like, like no matter what happens, we have to keep pushing that we can't really take the time to like think about it. Like we can't be emotional or to be uh, introspective about our lives and, this, our lives and things like that. We have to just move on to the next thing. We can't really cope. We don't really have time to like cope. We don't got time to like think about it. It's got to keep going. And that's kind of just the the story of black Americans in, in in the U.S. since slavery. You know, I think uh, people really don't try to treat it any differently. And black people like are still struggling with it as well. And I, I think it's getting better. Like like mental health awareness is getting a whole lot better uh, and it's getting better in black communities as well. But it's just it hasn't like reached everybody, you know, you know, because like, you know, like a scenario was just like, you know, like imagine like someone who's like, you know, who may you may who may deal drugs maybe in a gang and things like that and they may lose somebody that they really love you know like like a homie that they were with they were trying to grind with and things like that and you know they lose that they lose that person and then but like they can't just openly go to therapy you know like that's not something that's encouraged and you know i i and that's that's probably and again that's that's just like how it is in, in communities like this because of you know, kind of like the, the the neglect or like the the lack of appreciation for what that means, or just the fact that that doing that, like going to therapy, is just weird. Like that's that's taboo. Like that's not something that we do. Like why would you do that? Like that's that's soft, some shit like that, you know. And like we can't really like blame people for like thinking that way, but what we can do is try to encourage people to look at it differently. You know, like I like no matter what, people should be open and willing to go to some type of therapy for some type of trauma or some type of loss that they feel, you know? And I, I feel like uh, I, I just really want people to, like, understand that and share that. And, you know, like, reverting that back to to what I was saying earlier, everyone go through, goes through some type of, like, mental health crisis or some type of, like, challenge with their emotions at some point in their lives. Like, I feel like everyone goes through it at some point, you know, even the nicest, most happiest people go through it at some point, you know, from what I understand, sometimes the happiest people go through some of the hardest things to kind of be happy to kind of understand, like, you know, like they've gone through so many hard times that like they have to look at life differently. And that's what makes them happy and kind of understand things, you know, it, it affects people on different levels. And like I said earlier, it's not just in the poor communities or the poverty communities where people go through things like this, where black men go through things like this, or black people in general go through all types of uh, like some type of like trauma throughout their lives, you know. Like this this past year, with the with the amount of of, of violence towards the black community, killings. I, I know black people were scared last year, and just seeing that stuff on the news was traumatic enough to make people worry, to be scared, to feel like they had to seek out therapy or talking to somebody, or it would the opposite, maybe feeling like, oh my god, like I I don't want to go outside, I don't want to be a part of this society, 
like I said, I feel like it affects people on a bunch of different levels. It doesn't matter what your what you know, what your your social class is, you know, whether you're rich or poor in the middle, uh, whatever your income is, whether you're in poverty or not, black people go through all types of different trauma. And honestly, black people probably need mental health therapy uh, and care a whole lot more than any other community in the US, you know? Like the US has treated black Americans so wrong. Black people deserve all types of free therapy, whether it's, you know, whether it's just letting somebody listen to us talk about things and try to help us figure it out. Uh, just we should be given all types of mental health therapy, like for free, like no charge, because that's something that we deserve as a result of how we've been treated throughout since the creation of the United States or since the since the uh, the exploration of north america like i said like I, I just feel like people need to understand that more and you know you know like i don't like know this 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 podcast isn't going to reach that many people but for the people who do hear this whether you're black or not like take your time to you know take care of yourself if you're a black man listening to this you especially black men deal with so many things that people just don't understand you know and so, you know, like as a black man who is struggling with with his his mental health at times, who loses control or just is just so frustrated and can't really understand how things are going or what to do about the things that challenge him. Like, take time to take care of yourself, you know, like like this past episode that I had really showed me that I need to get things figured out this time around. I can't keep letting that happen, you know. Because it's no longer just affecting uh, maybe the person or the situation that like I was angry at. It could damage the relationship I have with my family, my parents, grandparents, my siblings who look up to me. I, I want to be influential to those people who are close to me. I want I want someone I want them to look up to me and understand that I I've gone through so many different challenges and so can they. And so yeah, for my for my young black men, old black men, we all have a lot of things we have to figure out, and there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with reaching out and and talking to somebody about your problems. It could be a close friend. It could be someone completely out of all situations, out of your life, like a therapist or just a random stranger. Just someone, someone disconnected from your life in general. Just please do not neglect the idea that we struggle with our mental health. Like like I said, like this, this, this can apply to a lot of people, but I'm, I wanna speak to black men specifically, like we need it, we really do. I don't know. I can't, I can't, I can't like talk on that. Like, I can't like kind of express it any further that we really need it. You know, like I really need it right now. And like, I thought I was good. I th I've always thought I was good with, with things like that, but I've, I've dealt with enough stuff before to kind of understand that I don't know how to handle a lot of situations. There are a lot of things that make me emotional or make me overthink that really make me concerned about my well being sometimes. And, you know, like I'm not too big for this. Like, you know, like sometimes you have to be prideful when 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 hard things, when you have hardships and things like that, you got to be like, oh, you know, I, I'll get through this. I'm fine. But there's absolutely nothing wrong with taking a couple minutes, a couple hours, days, weeks, months, years to kind of be like, you know, I got to I got to figure this shit out before I can say, like, I'm good. You know, I think I think that's a misconception when it comes to things like that. that people can kind of like, you know, shrug it off and move on. Nah, take some time to, to figure it out. Think, talk to somebody for real. Like. We need, we need it, all of us, black men, everybody in general. Like, take some time to figure things, to figure things out. You know.
yeah that's all i have for now you know those things was on my mind maybe it was a blessing that my first recording didn't go so good so i can talk on things a little bit more personal this time around but um yeah that's all i have for now i really do appreciate you for listening all the way through i try i try to keep these episodes shorter but you know maybe they'll just always be be around here you know i'm also trying not to be hypercritical of myself when i do these types of things you know this is very open and expressive and also a challenge uh all amongst itself like i said hardware issues it's whatever i'll, I'll figure these things out but as long as I'm reaching somebody and people are getting something from this, you know, whether whether they're getting a laugh off something that I said, you know, I'm not funny at all, but just some, maybe something to relate to, or maybe somebody actually connected to what I just talked about with mental health. Like that's all. That's all I really want. I, I don't, you know, it would be nice to reach a bigger audience, but with the audience that I have now, as long as I'm reaching somebody, that's all I really care about. That's the that's the most that's the one thing I really want to just reach people whoever listened to this to this reach them in some type of way so again thank you so much for listening i truly do appreciate it again go to apple Podcasts and rate it five stars go to youtube subscribe to uh my channel like the video version leave a comment let, let me know what you think I, I really would like to hear what you guys think uh what you all think uh or um, you know leave me some, some suggestions for things to talk about whether it's story times or just random scenario or you want me to like you know maybe tell me a story i'll respond to it you know let me tell you how, how i feel about it you know and uh yeah in the future i want to bring a guest on but you know i think i'm really just riding a solo for now um so until then you know like just just continue to tune in i really appreciate people who have been listening i really do love and appreciate you all for real um and yeah this has been another episode of tent free i was i hope i was able to relate shed light on something that you know something that you could learn from and uh yeah i'm tyler zero and until next time peace and love be safe love you